Ukrainian servers food continue to conquer European markets while Ukraine keeps talking about promoting right narratives in terms of sanctions against Russia and supporting Ukraine. Last year, in 2022, Ukraine's economy suffered the most significant losses, damages and destruction in the entire history of independence due to Russia's military aggression. Hello and welcome, you are listening to the Solutions from Ukraine podcast, which is brought to you by Rubrika. My name is Vladislav Faraponov, I am the co-host of this podcast. And before we start, let me remind you that you can support us at patreon.com slash rubrika. After you join us at Patreon, you will be able to send us questions that we can address in the podcast, and you can also get our exclusive merch with Solutions and Ukraine's map. Usually, I present my co-host Anastasia at this point, but today it will be on my own. Today we will try to talk about solutions, uh, but probably this is the time when we will talk about solutions that are most applicable for you, uh, our listeners, especially our listeners around Ukraine. As I noted in the introduction, uh, Ukraine's uh, Prime Minister uh, Denis Shmihaly um, uh, said that according to some estimates, uh, the drop in terms of economy uh, last year was more than 30%. So more and more Ukrainian businesses are gradually appearing in European countries. So Ukrainian products and brands uh, are becoming uh, more are recognizable and uh, are becoming more convincing to the world that um, Ukrainians uh, know how to do business, know how to get things done in terms of economy and uh, stuff like that. And uh, it is also a very important time for our businesses um, uh, within Ukraine and also um, outside of Ukraine because, like we used to say in Ukraine, that the war really defines uh, uh, basically what you do, where you do this. And uh, in terms of promoting right narratives, uh, also uh, with the help of your own business, it is also very important. And it is, I would say, like like one of the markers uh, in Ukraine, like uh, when business communities, business uh, society uh, meets on some meetings, they usually share their practices, how they promote uh, pro-Ukrainian stuff abroad uh, and uh, how it differs from promoting it uh, inside Ukraine. So let's talk more about solutions. And despite all the challenges and, uh, of course, uh, the risks uh, in Ukraine, Ukrainian businesses turned out to be really, really resilient. During some business forums um, in uh, Kyiv, the deputy economy minister of Ukraine, Oleksiy Sobolev, um, he noted some optimistic uh, statistics about the recovery of Ukrainian business. So last year, um, about 50% of businesses uh, stopped their work. But as of April this year, almost uh, 80% of those 50 uh, basically have recovered. So in a year, Ukrainians opened 50,000 new enterprises, not to mention those that uh, 
continued to operate and uh, stayed on the market. So during 2023, uh, 76% of entrepreneurs plan to expand their businesses and some big players even uh, even finding opportunities uh, to scale it like internationally. Over the past year, the world has become convinced that Ukraine and Ukrainians are not about despair. It's about um, basically like they're about hope and solutions. So it also includes uh, courage, it includes perseverance, it includes uh, uh, talent and uh, especially hard work. And at Rubrica, we collected uh, some stories of Ukrainian businesses that found their way to the world markets during the war and continue to grow, like showing that Ukraine is a country of practical solutions and development. Let me explain how uh, it works exactly. So between 5 and 7 million Ukrainians left Ukraine last year. Uh, we, we don't know exactly how many have returned since that, but probably not much. And um, we um, reported about a survey that uh, 30% of small and medium-sized businesses plan right now to export uh, their goods or or services abroad. And um, another 30% already work abroad. So uh, at least they have the the products uh, to, uh, to be shared abroad. And of course, uh, like uh, it was ex- expected that Poland, our neighbor and friend and ally, uh, became one of the first countries where Ukrainian businesses began to expand because it is the closest to Ukraine. So the country received the most significant number of Ukrainians uh, fleeing the war. And let's uh, talk about some examples of businesses that have opened uh, abroad since that time. The first example will be Lviv uh, Croissants. The first bakery uh, was opened in Lviv um, uh, 70 years ago. Uh, Now they have uh, a network around Ukraine in eight Ukrainian big cities. It is not surprising that for Ukrainians to continue to enjoy their favorite uh, food, uh, even in evacuation, Lviv Croissants decided to um, expand their uh, market and try to conquer the European market and started with Poland. The um, company had tried uh, to do that in uh, uh, 2018 and uh, according to its founder the company was not uh, ready to enter the international market and made some mistakes at that time. Now as, th- as they are entering the Polish market with a completely different approach with the form team, improved business standard, adapted menu and price policy, um, like um, the company looks quite different than that uh, like it was before. They are clearly aware that uh, there are still quite a few challenges ahead, but they have resources for effective work and uh, development of their Polish network. The first cafe was opened at the Polish border uh, and uh, two more are in Wroclaw and uh, another two are in capital of Poland in uh, in Warsaw. Inside part did not change and uh, the food um, uh, like was adapted uh, to the Polish market. It took uh, three months uh, to adjust uh, uh, the menu for the uh, for the entire team and now they are uh, thinking about uh, opening a new 
a new cafe in Gdansk and uh, in the city of Gdynia. Another interesting example is um, Chernomorka. It is uh, a Ukrainian restaurant and its owner, Olya Kopilova, said that uh, before the war she had no plans to open a restaurant abroad because uh, in the pre-war year Chernomorka's businesses uh, grew up by 100%. More than uh, 40 fish restaurants of the chain uh, basically welcomed uh, visitors. And uh, uh, the plans for 2022 were no less uh, important and uh, also conquering. Uh, they planned to open uh, around 30 more spots. And of course, they, the war basically forced the, them to scale up in Europe. And this path turned out to be quite complicated. In um, the Romanian city of Constanta, Chernomorka managed to work only for half a year. As uh, the owner um, admits, uh, the mistake was uh, that uh, they opened the same project as it was in Ukraine, but people in Romania are different. They love eating fish, but they prefer other recipes. However, like they are, and this particular experience was uh, also quite valuable for them, and uh, like they understand and. Uh, that uh, they had to adapt to each project uh, in the country is also uh, a lesson for representatives of other businesses as well. The first cafe was opened in Warsaw, again in Poland, and uh, uh, the menu is quite similar, but just a bit adapted for Poles, which uh, is no wonder uh, important for uh, for Polish people to understand uh, the ingredients and others. This year, the restaurant decided to concentrate on Poland, on Bulgaria, Moldova, even the Czech Republic and uh, Slovakia, and um, now they have opened already five restaurants in Poland and Moldova. Speaking about our businesses abroad, we cannot uh, skip uh, the uh, Nova Posta company which means that um, Ukraine's largest post and uh, retail company, Nova Posta, had uh, around around 2,000 branches in cities uh, with a population of over a million in regional centers. And uh, another partner branches uh, they also cooperated with. Due to Russian uh, attacks and... Uh, occupation, they have lost uh, six uh, destroyed uh, sorting terminals, uh, three rope terminals, uh, more than uh, at least 100 uh, have been destroyed, uh, and uh, of course not to mention people, and uh, not to mention the, the fact that they were thinking about expanding their networks and uh, it is quite similar for me uh, when we compare the losses of the Holocaust uh, or of, uh, of Holodomor in Ukraine uh, organized by the Soviet regime uh, in uh, 1932 when uh, the, um, the vast majority of historians uh, started to talk about not only the direct victims but also about those who were not born. And speaking about the economy, in, in this case, uh, I compare it uh, to the losses and damages of the uh, 
two terrible tragedies, the Holocaust and uh, the Holodomor, because um, uh, it's the same in my view. Like we may talk about uh, those prophets that uh, are unreachable right now and uh, people cannot uh, count on those territories, on those economic opportunities and... Uh, uh, it's horrible, but uh, there are cases even of Novaposta. I can assure everyone that it, it works correctly in Ukraine and abroad, and uh, it is quite an, uh, a company in Ukraine. And uh, every major big city cannot uh, cannot live uh, uh, like without it because it's so uh, it's so popular. It's so friendly to its uh, customers and others. Last spring, the company established cooperation with uh, local uh, post operators and launched uh, a, a new service called Things from Home Abroad. It enabled sending a suitcase of, of a box of uh, personal belongings to, to, uh, to one of the European countries with uh, 50 or 80% discounts. In October, Nova Posta opened its first branch in the Polish capital in Warsaw, Krakow, Poznań, Wrocław, Lublin, and other major big cities in Poland. And uh, uh, the company says that by the end of June, so like uh, exactly when we are making this uh, episode, there will be 50 shops of Nova Posta in Poland. It's really impressive in terms of like even the fact that uh, the full-scale war uh, arranged by Russia just started a year ago. Uh, they also continue their work and expand their operation to Vilnius, uh, to Estonia, Latvia. They are thinking about Romania, Germany, and the Czech Republic. And uh, uh, So the thing is that it's not only about business, it's about people. And by creating this opportunity, uh, they... Um, trying to connect Ukraine with Europe as well, and uh, also Europe, like uh, uh, Europeans can send packages to Ukraine as well, and uh, I personally can um, say that, uh, like in Ukraine, we use uh, the services of Nova Posta really almost every day. So, like, their foreign branches are not so profitable for the company, of course, but they are um, counting on becoming uh, kind of self-sufficient as soon as possible. And uh, they are also thinking about a cargo airline called Supernova Airlines. And uh, they are trying to do that. And uh, during the wartime, of course, their air fleet will be based at, uh, at one of the EU airports near Ukraine's border. And uh, from there, the cargo will be delivered uh, uh, to Ukraine. And um, despite uh, the Russians' uh, attacks and all efforts to also disrupt the economy to make people leave the country when we see that uh, more and more businesses are coming back and uh, more people are thinking about uh, the fact that uh, the war is not an excuse and uh, it, it is one of the major lessons in terms of uh, people's dimension of economy and business. So you can find more uh, episodes of our podcast at rubrica.com or your favorite podcast provider. So Solutions from Ukraine were 
we discuss uh, problems and issues from Ukraine and people are doing uh, something about them. So stay with us and remember to support us at patreon.com slash rubrica. Your support really matters to us and it helps us produce more independent podcasting and reporting which will result in more help for Ukraine uh, to win this hard but important war.